then we're going to jump into how to multiply your finances. Anybody interested in multiplying your finances? Do I, do I have an amen? Do I have any, any yeses in the land? I see Kelly Berardi. I see Kevin Nowicki, Buddy Crabtree, Joni B. Got her new uh, soundtrack dropping next week, Joni B. Um, <laughs> Grayson, good to see you. Uh, Greg Griffin, let's see, who, where are they saying? Grayson Pickett and Sissy here. Hello, Sissy, good to see you. And then Greg says he's watching from Charlotte. Serena says, watching from Sunny Albemarle. After she said aloha, Johnny, hello from High Rock Lake. Dylan, hello, Dylan and Stanfield. Greg Griffin, amen. And Kevin Nowicki says, Highway 49 between Richfield and Concord. Chris Crabtree, Cumberland, Maryland. Arriving late. Well, we're glad to have you. And Miss uh, Chris, I saw your message come through. I have not read it yet, but I will pray and get back to you ASAP. All right. Um, Priscilla Rogers says orange juice, and then she says steak. I think she might be a little bit behind on the broadcast, but we welcome you when you catch up to here. This is real time, but when you see it, it won't be real anymore. Okay. All right, good. Uh, yeah. Amen. People are saying hello, hello, hello. That's awesome. Pr- Priscilla said milk, eggs, <laughs> sour cream. <laughs> Welcome again to real time, but it's not real, actually. It's just real for you at the moment, but by the time you get here, you'll be late. (laughs) Cheese, she says. (laughs) Strawberry preserves. (laughs) I don't know what y'all did. I didn't get to see it, but this is great. List was in the fridge. Lunch meat. (laughs) She's going to love this. Priscilla, you're on top of it today. We bless you. We pray that you have a speed-up anointing. Set that thing at 1.5 and catch up. (laughs) Catch up. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Grayson... Kevin Nowicki said, hey, Priscilla, catch up. And then Grayson Rector said, Kevin, I just spit my water. <laughs> All right, are y'all ready to jump in? <laughs> I'm, I, I kind of don't want to leave that. That was fun. But uh, I know, but it says Grayson Rector, so I just said, so everybody else knew who I was talking to. I guess I could have just, she said, it's Grayson Pickett. I was like, I know, I know. She just said, Grayson, Sorry. All right. So, welcome today. We're talking about how to multiply your finances, and uh, we just had a good uh, laugh bout here. And but on Monday we talked about biblical finances made simple. Yesterday we talked about the one ingredient you must have to. Multiply your finances. So now here's the question. Anybody remember what that one ingredient was? Was there anybody here yesterday? Put it in the comments right now, but not from the studio. Put it in the comments. What was the one ingredient we had we had to have? <laughs> Somebody said the one ingredient is ketchup. <laughs> oh my goodness. Kevin got it. Grayson got it. Grace. We need grace. We need the supernatural grace of God to multiply our finances. That is the source that God gives us. And we get into multiplying our finances when we become sowers, specifically into ministries and people of God. We saw that in Philippians. We saw the blessings in Philippians. I can do all things through Christ uh, who strengthens me. I Philippians as well, and my God will supply all my need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. And uh, Philippians 4.13 and Philippians 4.19, we saw that that was connected to an offering. That was connecting to, and not just an offering, a covenant partnership from the heart of the people to a person of God. In this case, the Apostle Paul. 
And in chapter 1, it says, when you gave to me, he said, I've had you on my heart. You became partakers of my grace, which means you became a partner of my grace. In other words, the grace that was on the Apostle Paul and the grace that was on his ministry, they, the church in Philippi partnered with that grace, and that grace they could then access. This is a grace that we need in our life for finances. But here's how that grace goes into work. And you're going to see this connection in a moment. Remember that it's grace, and then you're going to see the connection to it in the mul multiplication of our finances shortly. And if you haven't watched uh, the last two broadcasts, you definitely want to go back and watch those. Maybe we can put those in the description and the comments. But uh, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to see this. Let's go to uh, John chapter 6. John chapter 6. And one of the things that you'll see here in John chapter 6 is that this is where Jesus feeds the 5,000. And let's just read here in verse 5. Uh, oh, verse 3. Then Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was near. Therefore Jesus, lifting up his eyes and seeing that a large crowd was coming to him, said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these may eat? Then, then he was saying to test him, for he himself knew what he was intending to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, for everyone to receive a little. Now, I do want you to understand that one denarii was a day's wage. This was 200 days of wages that they had. So what that looks like today, I think the average uh, income is somewhere around twenty-five or, or $30,000. You work approximately, two, approximately 200 days out of the year. This is like one year of wages. So you're looking at, in today's figures, they have $25,000, $30,000 with them, on them. But they were saying, we got 15,000 people. That's only a dollar and a half uh, for each person, basically. How, where, first of all, where are we going to buy food for that many people? And is this, that's not even enough to buy the food, right? But one of the things I want you to see is they weren't, they weren't operating in lack. They had some money with them. This, a lot of times we think that the kingdom of God has no, uh, no abundance whatsoever. We've been taught that. That's not true. Well, that's just not true. There's the link right there for the uh, uh, biblical finances explained simply. The next one they'll put up soon. But one of the things you see is they had finances, but all of a sudden 15,000 people come. You know, it's 5,000 men, but that's all that they counted was the men. You had women and children. Could have been much more. Some scholars say it was like 25,000 people. And it was a large crowd coming to them. And so one of the things that you see is, they said, what are we going to do here? Jesus knew what he was going to do. He says this, verse 8, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there's a lad here, there, who has, there's a boy here, who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are these for so many people? In other words, nobody's got any food but this kid over here. He's got his lunch box. He's got five barley loaves and two fish, right? Five barley loaves, two fish. At the most, I'm talking about a big barley loaf looks like this. That's five, you know, and two fish. Two fish, that's it. That's not going to feed more than 10 people probably. You know, it's not, you know, maybe, maybe 20 if they made it like a Subway sub. You know, <laughs> maybe, can you, you know, hey, let's slice this barley loaf. Let's lay some fish in here. Okay, now we got our subway sub. All right, 20 people they can feed. Not 5,000, not 15,000, not 25,000. But God, put it in the comments. But God, anybody ever got, uh, you ever have your uh, bank account and it looked like that? Like, uh, we owe $1,000. We only got 20. But God, you've got to trust the Lord. You must trust the Lord. You have to trust the Lord. And come here, buddy. Step around here. <laughs> he just went under the camera. You were believing God. Yes. You had some stuff come and do. Yes, it was more than you had. Yesterday. Yes, sir. You trusted God. Yes, sir. Did it happen? Yes. 
Well, you were well supplied right on time? Okay, good, thanks. That's it. But God, put that in the comments. But God, if he'll do it for Buddy, he'll do it for you. God's not a respecter of persons. He is a respecter of faith. Say, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to believe in him and his promises. Make those confessions. Put it in the comments. Make it loud. Thank you. All right. So then he says, amen. Now, people are getting it. I see the comments coming in. Glory to God. Now, he says this. Jesus said, have the people sit down. (laughs) Now, there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. The men in number about 5,000. Let me just say this, put it in the comments. Faith gets ready. Faith gets ready. Faith gets ready. He put it, put it down. Jesus took the loaves. You know, it's kind of like, okay, buddy, you had a bill to pay yesterday. A really good thing to do, go ahead and write out the check. Write out the check. You might not have the funds for that check yet, but have the check ready to put in the mail. Don't put it in the mail yet. You don't have the funds for it. That's, that's doing the legal thing. That's, that's in presumption. But write it out. Write out the check. Have it ready to go. Lord, I'm expecting this to be ready to go right now. I'm dating it for today. Faith gets ready. Then he says, he says, Jesus then took the loaves, and having given thanks, he distributed to those who were seated. Likewise also of the fish as much as they wanted. I don't know about y'all. Y'all ever been to the, the church covered dish? You get like some greedy kids, like not your kids, but other, other people's kids at church. Y'all know. You get some greedy kids, they'll be like first in line, getting all the meat, none of the vegetables. Y'all know? You know those kids? Hey, listen, that's what happened here. Then you got some men, some men, they're like, I'm hungry. I work for a living. I'm going to eat all the meat. I'm going to eat all I can. Yeah, forget about that barley loaf, right? All of a sudden, he said, look at what it says. He distributed them as much as they wanted, as much as they wanted, as much as they wanted. When they were filled, they didn't just satisfy their hunger. They got filled. When they were filled, he said to the disciples, gather up the leftover fragments so that nothing would be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments from the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Twelve baskets full. Now, I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Um, buddy, try to quickly get me 12 of those, just empty cups. I want you to see this. See, see how fast Buddy is. They can, get, they can get the camera ready and everything, but here's what I want you to notice. I want you to notice in that verse. What did that say in that verse? Jesus said this, he, he connected the fragments and the leftovers with the original seed, okay? He said, you remember the loaves and the fish? Gather the fragments of the loaves and the fish. He didn't just say gather the fragments and left it alone. He connected, gather the fragments of the loaves and the fish. So he connected the harvest with the seed. He connected the harvest with the seed. Let's put it in the comments. Jesus connected the harvest with the seed. Jesus connected the harvest with the seed. Thank you. Now, I want you to see this. We used this the other day. Let's just say that this is a basket. Now, this word basket that's used here, this word basket was the same word that was used in a basket that they let Uh, the disciple down the wall to escape the torture. So they let a whole man go down the wall in this basket. This was a large basket, same word that's used in the Greek. If you think about it, if a man can fit in a basket, here's, here's your two fish and five barley loaves compared to the basket, right? Now watch this. Here's the seed. We're talking about multiplying finances, right? Here's the seed. God takes that verse 
and he connects that seed. That seed goes first. That little boy, he plants his lunch. All of a sudden, God says this. He says, hey, gather up the fragments. There's one basket. There's one basket. Hey, it's completely full, like this. It's completely full. You can't see that, but it's completely full, right? Here's the second basket, completely full of fragments. All of a sudden, second basket, third basket, fourth basket, fifth basket, sixth basket. See? Sixth basket, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. 12, 12 baskets full. Put that right there. Look at this. Here's your seed, and here's the leftover. That's the harvest. He said, gather. now watch this. He said, gather up the fragments of the loaves and fish. In other words, the, lo- the original, the fragments belong to the seed. The fragments belong to the seed. The fragments belong to the seed. The harvest belonged to the seed. This boy, I'm convinced, this boy is going home with 12 grown men connected, and he brought loaves and fish, two fish and five loaves. He's going home with 12 baskets full. 12 baskets full. Look at this multiplication. We're not talking about just 12 multiplication. This is something like 10,000 multiplication. This is an amazing harvest. Some, I'll tell you this, uh, the boy planted in the good, a good field. He planted into a good field with rich soil. This was a place where you want to have, you want to take seed and you want to plant it in a good field. What's a good field? A church that has everlasting fruit, a ministry that has everlasting fruit. You want you a good field with good soil is a ministry that is leading people into fellowship with God. They themselves are in an intimate fellowship with God. They're winning souls, making disciples. They have power. They have the fruit of healing and miracles and of faith. They have revelation, words of wisdom, words of knowledge. They have the revelation of God. They have the fruit of the Spirit. They have the fruit of the Spirit. They're moving in all the fruit that the Bible talks about. That's good soil. This boy comes up upon Jesus. He's following him. He says, I'm going to sow my seed. And maybe he knew he was sowing it. Maybe he didn't. Here's the thing. He takes his seed and he plants it into good soil. And before the day is over, before the day is over, he's going home with 12 baskets of fragments because you understand that These fragments are the same DNA as that seed. It's his. It belongs to him. He just set it in a a place where it could be multiplied and shared. He was willing to give it up, and all of a sudden, he's going home with 12 baskets full. Glory to God. God wants to multiply you and your finances. Put it in the comments. God wants to multiply my finances. God wants to multiply my finances. Yes, he does. He wants to multiply them, and he doesn't want to multiply them at an earthly rate. He wants to multiply them in a heavenly rate. Let's look at this. this he's got this seed. It's like 10,000 times. 10,000 times. That's what it looks like, our best, our best estimate of it. 10,000 times. God wants to multiply my finances in a heavenly rate. Now, why would he want to do that? Why would he want to do that? He would want to do that because then you would have an abundance for every good work. Let's look at that right now. I'm going to move these for a second. I never won the cup stacking game. Of course, I never played it. Hard to win when you don't play. Hard to harvest when you don't sow. Oh, I don't hear nobody. (laughs) Somebody went, ooh. Hard to win when you don't play. Hard to harvest when you don't sow. All right. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 9. Hallelujah. 
God wants to multiply your finances. Now, one of the things that you see here, this, this passage of Scripture is one of my absolute favorites. And one of, one of the things I want you to see, first of all, is the end of verse 8. The end of verse 8 says this. It says, you will have an abundance for every good deed. Now, I want you to recognize this. Who is writing 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8? Who penned it? Who penned it is the Apostle Paul. Who was breathing the words into the spirit of the Apostle Paul? Every scripture is inspired by the Holy Ghost. So we see that the Holy Spirit was pinning this. He was showing you a way of God. When God said in 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8, you will have an abundance for every good work, he set up a principle that can't be broken. And that principle is this. If you are going to do every good work, you have to have an abundance. It only comes from abundance. So put this in the comments. If I am to fulfill, if I am to fulfill every good work of my destiny, I must have an abundance. If I'm to fulfill every good work of my destiny, I must have an abundance. If you want to shorten it, you're doing, doing something at work or what, I must have an abundance. Get that in your spirit. I must have an abundance. In order to have an abundance, you have to take what you have now and you have to multiply it. You need a multiplication in your finances. You must have an abundance. Now, the other thing that I want you to see is, before we jump in, is I want you to see verse 10, the end of verse 10. It says, basically, in context, when you do these things, when you do these things, you will increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will increase the harvest of your righteousness. Okay? So when you increase the harvest of your righteousness, then what that's talking about is a multiplication of the things that are promises within inside of your righteousness. What I want you to see is this. Not every righteous person has the same harvest. Put that in the comments. Not every righteous person has the same harvest. When that gets through to you, when that gets through to us, all of a sudden we'll realize I have things to do. God has done his part, now it's time to do my part. When that gets through to us, we will see that I have something to do. Not every righteous person has the same harvest. Not everyone has the same harvest. But you can have a different harvest the context of this is you can have a better harvest based off of what you do. And watch this, how you are connected to the grace and how you apply the grace will change your harvest. How you apply grace will change your harvest. Please put that down. How I apply grace will change my harvest. How I apply grace will change my harvest. So, now one of the things that this whole passage is about is what do you purpose in your heart? Let's start at verse 6, and I want you to see this. Now this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. In other words, okay, in other words, if I sow a little, I'm going to reap a little. What's, what does that also tell us? If I sow a lot, I will reap a lot, Okay. That word is your abundance, your, your amount of sowing. If I sow a small amount, I will reap a small amount. If I sow a large amount, I will reap a large amount. Now, the issue is all of us generally start with a small amount. Generally, we almost always start with a small amount. Not everybody, but a lot of us, okay? No matter where you are, let me tell you, no matter where you are right now, I don't care if you are a billionaire, that's small. That's small. If you, don't, if you don't believe that, go and watch our series on how to think big and how to get a bigger vision. You need to see that. You need to understand. We need to understand that the things that God does are huge. They're out of this world. They're supernatural. We've been thinking too small. What I'm saying is no matter where you are in this earth, 
wherever you are, it's small compared to God. And it can increase and it should increase. It should increase. And so as we move into our future, let's make sure that we're believing God for an increase in our abundance. We don't want to stay at the same place. And what this is showing us is how to multiply where we are to where we're going. He says, look, he who sows a little will reap a little. But then he says, he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Now, this word here I want you to understand is the Greek word eulogia. That word means a good word. It means a good word. In other words, if you will sow into a good word, you will receive, let me put it this way, the fruit of that good word. So, for example, today, we're talking about how to multiply your finances. If you would like the fruit of multiplying your finances, this is a good word to sow into. Uh, and it also goes to a ministry constantly has good words in their ministry. That's a good word to sow into, a good word, a good work, a working of the word. If a ministry is working the word and they're producing eternal fruit, winning souls, making disciples, moving in power, the fruit of the Spirit, having revelation, they're in the good fellowship with God. That means that ministry is taking the word of God and working it. They're, they're working it. They're, they're getting it to produce the things of God. That's a good word ministry. You don't want a ministry who's, who's telling you everything to do, but it's all theory. You want a ministry that's seeing the testimonies. Like yesterday, Kelly uh, Berardi was on here and saying that a, a seed planted turned into like a $50,000 harvest. It was, not, it was not that size of a seed. It was, I forget exactly what it was, but it was, I think, a thousand or less. And that seed turned into $50,000 worth of, worth of debt erased. That is a ministry that's producing the fruit of the word. They're not just talking about it. They're producing the fruit. So now what I want to do is I want to point this back to you. He who sows a little will reap a little. He who sows the opposite of that is also true. He who sows a lot will reap a lot. That's the point it's trying to make. But then he says, he who sows bountifully, he who sows, he who sows into a good word will reap a good word. And so if you want a good word manifested, you find a ministry who is working the word with fruit to show for it. And when you hear, especially when you hear a word coming across that you want a part of, then you sow into that and you'll reap the harvest of that word. You'll reap the grace that's in that ministry. Here we see the connection to the grace. If there's a grace on a ministry, it'll be a grace in that ministry that you can partner with in covenant. But here's what you see in Philippians. It's good to give a one-time offering, but one of the things you want to do is you want to build to the place where I am in an ongoing covenant with a good word. I'm in an ongoing covenant of a good word ministry and people that carry those things that have a grace. What the Philippians got was an ongoing partnership with the grace of the Apostle Paul. They did that because they entered into a covenant with them. In this case, an, a financial covenant and an offering covenant. And they had the Apostle Paul in their hearts, it says. In other words, this was something, this was a connection that God did. All right? So, if you sow a little, you'll get a little. If you sow a lot, you'll harvest a lot. If you sow into a good word, you'll receive a good word. If you sow into a... a ministry or a person of God that's carrying a grace, you'll start to get that grace on your life, okay? Then he says this, verse 7, this is a key to it because, uh, and this is what I want you to see about multiplying your finances. This right here that I'm about to tell you is one of the most important parts, and this is a part I see the fewest people doing, okay? I see very little people doing this, and this is the key, this is the key. This is where it begins, okay? Verse 7, each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Each one must do as he's purposed in his heart. So you will be able to do the sowing 
after you purpose in your heart. So because when we go on down, we're going to see that when you purpose in your heart and become in your heart a cheerful sower, a cheerful giver, you will see that God gives seed to the sower. So when you take time, Lord, I'm purposing in my heart, I'm going to be a sower. I'm going to be a giver. I'm sowing this much in Jesus' name. That, and see, when you purpose something in your heart and you get intentional about it, God has a responsibility to get that into your hand, to get that seed into your hand. But the issue is many people don't have that intention in their heart. Put, put this in. The starting point for multiplication is, an, is a purposed heart. The starting point for multiplication is a purposed heart. A purposed heart. Of course, that purposed heart needs to be these, uh, it needs to be described like this. It's a cheerful giver. It's a bountiful giver to a good word, and it needs to be uh, not a sparing giver. It needs to be a large giver. So when we're purposing in our heart, make sure that those three ingredients are in there, okay? Now, think about this. If I have a purposed heart, then I'm thinking about this on a regular basis. I'm thinking about the seed that I want to sow. I'm, I'm believing. I'm thanking God. Thank you, Lord, for putting seed in my hand. Thank you, Father, for putting seed in my hand. Thank you, Lord. for and, and so, for example, I gave the example the other day. My wife and I wanted to give a seed to our church of $10,000. We had never done that before. We had never done that before. That would be a first. It was, it was uh, maybe double, maybe a little bit less than double of what we had done before. It was right at it. We had either given five or six in one offering before, and, uh, but we had never given five figures. And my wife and I, we decided we want to give this. Lord, we purpose in our heart. We were believing God. It came up in our prayers on a regular basis. What is that showing? Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. See, a lot of times people are not talking and they're not thinking in their prayers about how much they want to give. They're just asking God for things. If we will purpose in our heart, he'll give us the seed to have the harvest of what we need and what we want. I want you to see this. We must purpose in our heart. When you purpose in your heart, go down to the beginning of verse 10, 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 10. When you purpose in your heart, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. He who supplies it. So when we purpose in our heart, God says, hey, they are purposed in their heart to give, put seed in their hand. He gets the angels to work. He gets favor to work. He gets grace working. He puts it in your hand. He puts it in your hand right in that moment. Thank you, Lord. I hear that. Amen. Amen. I don't know when this will take place, but the Lord just spoke to me and said, I want you to write a book about this. So amen. I hear you. I want... And, he was saying, I want you to lay it out in the, in the best simplicity and show people the steps. Amen. All right. Well, we'll do it. Thank you, Father. You'll have to tell me the time, Lord. I'll be praying about it until then. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. I want you to see this. He says, now he, I'll tell you what. I just saw a number of people drop off. When we, I guess when we're talking about money, they dropped off. But whoever's on here right now, right now, if you'll go to whatsright.com and say, I want that finance book when Pastor writes it. Go to whatsright.com, put that in, send us, a, send us a message. I'll give it to everybody when it comes out. At the very least, you'll get the PDF of it when it first comes out. And then you guys here uh, behind the cameras, y'all remind me and make sure I do that, okay? And, uh, but go if you'll go, you can go after the broadcast. Uh, or anybody, I'll tell you what, anybody who's watching this, they can go, and, I'll, and I'll, there may be more that watch this later on, but who's live right now especially, if you'll go right now and, um, and you'll say, I was live, get it in today. If it's in by today, uh, I will have, we'll add something else to it. Amen. I'll make sure that when it gets printed, you'll get a printed copy of it and signed. And I don't know when it's coming out. You know, I'll have to hear from the Lord on that. But 
you'll get a printed copy and signed if you were live right now. Amen. Yeah, Kevin says drive it now. You can, you can do it later. Um, just do it by today so we have it marked today. Anything that comes in after midnight tonight, they won't have been, we'll consider them as not live. So, all right. Now, one of the things that you see here is when we purpose in our heart to give, when we purpose in our heart to give, God supplies seed to the sower. When we purpose in our heart to give, God supplies seed to the sower. He supplies seed to the sower. He supplies seed to the sower. Now watch, I want you to see this. He doesn't supply seed before it's purposed in their heart. So this seed is, is not in their monthly budget. This is over and above. This is seed over and above their normal budget. This, so this, here's the thing about this. This is God's way of equalizing everybody. So see, a lot of times people say, well, I can't sow a lot because I don't have a lot, but the millionaire can sow a lot, so they're going to have a lot. No, and Corey said, I'm live. <laughs> Corey, go to whatsright.com, put that in, and send us, say, I want the book. I was live today. I want the finance book, and I love you. Happy birthday yesterday, was it, or the day before? I'm trying to remember. And, um, man, yesterday was a blur. <laughs> but here's the thing. What I want you to see is that the finances and faith, it's the great equalizer. It's what you purpose in your heart. God will give you seed based off of what you purpose in your heart. So how you have faith and intention and purpose with your heart, God will give you seed according to that. He will give you seed according to that. So we, like I said, we desired to sow a seed of that $10,000. I'm telling you, I had no idea how $10,000 would get in our hand. But we found ourselves within the next six months to a year all of a sudden, we had more than that come in. We actually gave that plus some all at one time, and it blessed us to do so. We were so thrilled. Nicole and I were crying with joy as we sowed that seed. It wasn't crying because we were missing it. We didn't miss it at all. God has blessed us. But here's the thing. We've, we've had harvest in Jesus' name. We've had harvest before, and we're still having harvest off of that seed. Here's what I want you to see. We didn't know where it was coming from. That was not in our budget. But when we purposed in our heart, when we purposed in our heart, I'm telling you, it worked. It worked. There's the link for people who are alive. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this since this is in the middle of the broadcast. If, even if you're watching this five years from now and you want that book, I'll make sure to get it to you by PDF when it comes out. But you have to just go there and tell us you want a copy of the finance book and you told us, tell us, you saw it on the video. You saw it on the video. That's all you got to say. I watched this on the video. I'd like a copy of that finance book. All right, so now you see that God will give seed to the purposed heart. God will give seed to the purposed heart. And so when we purpose in our, not everybody purposes their heart. That's why different people in their righteousness have a different harvest. Because not everybody who's righteous will purpose in their heart properly. Maybe they purpose in their heart some, but not a lot. Maybe they purpose in their heart, but not cheerfully. Maybe they purpose in their heart, but they do it sparingly. Maybe they purpose in their heart, but they don't sow to a good word. These are the factors. You want to get the most out of your seed? You want to purpose in your heart to sow cheerfully to a good word and a lot. I want to be a big giver. Doesn't matter if you have big right now. You just purpose in your heart, I want to be a big giver, and I'm believing God to be a big giver. You pur That's the key. Lord, I want to give to you. I'm purposing in my heart to give to you. I love you. See, this is cheerful. This is in abundance. That is the big key. And when you are a partner and a covenant partner with ministries that have a grace on them, this amplifies this. When you purpose in your heart, now I want you to see verse 8. Verse 8 says, and God is able. <laughs> Glory to God. Put that in the comments. You want to you multiply your finances? Get this in your heart. And God is able. God is able. Now, God's about to help you do something supernaturally, but I want you to see something. We're getting to God is able, 
after we took up the responsibility of faith and purposing in our heart. A lot of people just want to jump to the God is able part, but they want to skip over the faith and the purposed heart part, right? This, they want to skip over the covenant connection and submission to ministries and men of God part. And then they don't have that, that fullness of grace coming on them in that way. God is able, but there's some steps uh, in front of that. All right, so now you see this. God is able. What's he able to do? God is able to make all grace abound to you. All grace abound to you. That means not everybody's walking in all grace. They may have grace available, but it's not, not to them. Think about this. He's going to make all the grace that you're in partnership with abound to you. If you're not in partnership and covenant partnership with some graces, then he, he doesn't have grace to make abound to you. There's got to be some graces that are abounding to you. That's where, see, our offering connects us to these things. God is able to make all grace abound to you. And, all, and the grace that, that some ministries are operating in is not the grace that other ministries are operating in. He says, so, and this is why he wants to do it. Hear the heart of your loving father in this. So that always, always, that means, put this in the comments. That means I'll never be without. From this day forward, put it in the comments. Shout it loud. I'll never be without. I'll never be without. Put some fire on it. Put a fire emoji. Put some hands up. I will never be about be without because God is able. I will never be without. God is able. Hallelujah. He says, he, you will always having all sufficiency, all sufficiency, not a little sufficiency, everything you need, everything you need in everything, <laughs> in everything, all the absolutes that are in here. You may have an abundance not for a few good deeds, but for every good deed. Look at all the absolutes God wants to get to us. God is able. He is able. There is nothing holding him back to get all grace, for it to abound always, all sufficiency in everything, an abundance for every good deed. Look at all of these absolutes and overflow. Then put these Put these in the comments right here. Just I'm going to have them here. You don't have to do it at home. Look, uh, able, all grace, abound, always, all sufficiency, everything, abundance, every good deed. I'll read them again. Able, all grace, abounds, always, all sufficiency, everything, abundance, every good deed. Look at all these. Look at all, how many absolutes did he just tell us? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight places of abundance and overflow, absolute abundance and overflow. Goodness gracious, this is what God wants to get to you. See, this is where grace connects to a purposed heart. And when you do this and you sow seed into the kingdom of God, God takes it and multiplies it. He will show you, like what we were using the other day, he will show you, he will show you what to do. Show you this. So here you are. We'll go through the steps again that we looked at the other day. And I want you to see this. Here we are. We have, we have our, um, uh, our salary. This is our salary. This is what comes in every single month, okay? And then all of a sudden, here's how this works. We have our increase. We decide the tithe is holy. I'm going to go through this real quick. I'm going to show it on here. They'll put it on the camera so they can see it, and I'll walk you through it. So here's our, here is our tithe. Let's go to this camera. Is it ready? Okay. Now I'll pull it back. All right. Ah. So this is your salary. 
This is the bucket of your salary. This is what's coming in every month. This is your budget. That's your increase. One of the things that you'll do is you'll say the tithe is holy. I don't want to be. I don't want to be mixing holiness and profane. I don't want to be mixing the common and the holy. No, if God says it's holy, first of all, he says it's his. It's not mine to judge. I'm going to make sure that I take the tithe and I send that tithe over to the church, to the storehouse, to the place where God has me planted. That is the Lord's. If I don't do that, I'm stealing from God because he says it's his. It's not mine. He's, it, he says it's his. He tells us what to do with it. 10% of our increase to the church. So I do that. If I don't do that, this thing that's holy, I now mix it. I mix the holy with the common, with the profane, and now I've got a curse on my life because I have a mixture of holy. I didn't keep the holy thing separate. But when I do it properly... He says the devourer come and try and steal some seed. God will rebuke the devourer. He'll keep the devourer away. The other thing he says, he says, I will pour out a blessing. In other words, he'll apply grace to what you have. What you used to, you couldn't pay with 100% of your salary somehow. You'll be able to, you'll be able to do it with 90. And he'll start opening up the windows of heaven, which means he'll show you a place to plant some seed. So he'll show you a place, and you can take it out of here. You can purpose in your heart. Lord, I'm going to take what I have right now, and I'm going to give an offering to this ministry. You, and I'll tell you, you should start your offerings with the church that you're planted in. If you don't believe enough to invest into them and to sow into them, you probably don't need to be there in the first place. All right? And so then all of a sudden, you've got this. The Lord will take this and bless it. I've seen him stretch things. I'm, I'm decent at math. I've watched him. I, I've watched him do things in my finances that I could not mathematically figure out. I still don't know how he did that. And I've watched him do that. He will take what you have left after the tithe and the offering, and he'll make it work. Now, if you got issues or questions about that, that's when you want to get with your pastor. And your pastor should have some understanding of this. And if he doesn't, look for one who does. All right, now. So we've got our tithe set over here. He will open up the windows. Windows are good for vision. That means God will show you places to plant seed in the kingdom and places to invest your money. Let me give you an example of that. Let's say, all right, now because I'm a tither, I can start to see what I need to do. I gave an offering. I have the right to a harvest. I have a right to a harvest. One of those things that can happen is this. I'll say, I'll say, Lord, I purpose in my heart to be a sower. God says, I'll give seed to the sower. I'll give you seed to sow. He'll, he'll give us over and above what our current budget is, and now we have seed. Here's our tithe. Here's our offering that we decided just out of our budget. Here's an offering that he gives us seed to the sower, and we give it to a ministry with a good word. All of a sudden, the Lord will say, right now, here's I want to give you a favor. He'll say, I'm blessing you. This is one of the ways it can happen. He says, matter of fact, right now, I'm going to give you an extra bonus at work. I'm going to give you favor with the boss. I'm going to give you extra skill, and you're going to be blessed. And now, you're, now you have a bigger salary than you had before. That's every month, every month, every month. And while you're at it, you opened up the windows of heaven to have vision. You saw where the good fields were. You saw where the good fields were, the good fields. Because of that, hey, I'm going to make you the head over this section. Now look at what you have coming in every single month. You know where the good fields are. You're planting seed in the good fields, good ministry, good men of God. But then he also says this. He says, I'm going to give you vision from the tithe and this offering. I'm going to bring about a harvest. And then he says, you know, maybe in the 80s or uh, maybe 10 years ago. He says, why don't you, uh, you know, why don't you take uh, $40 and put it in this thing nobody knows about called Bitcoin? Take $40. So, okay, I'm going to take my $40 and I'm going to put it in this investment. He shows us where the good fields are. He shows us where the good ones are. And all of a sudden he says $40 in Bitcoin, you know, 11 years ago or whatever. I think it was 2011, I think. 
And uh, today, that $40 is worth $600 million. $40 is worth $600 million. Who knew where that good field was? God did. Who knew where it was? Just yesterday, here's another thing. I just saw an investment, uh, not yesterday, two days ago. Two days ago. Uh, I saw it right after this had happened. I didn't get to partake with all of it, but some of it. And all of a sudden, uh, everything that they put in, he said, look, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some money to invest. He said, I blessed you over here. Now take this. I want you to invest it in this field over here. This field was a little investment I saw on Monday. On Monday to Tuesday, on Monday to Tuesday, it went up 10 times what it was. 10 times. So it took this and it made it 10 times. See, what's happening is you've tapped into the system of God's grace and he just keeps pouring it out and he just keeps pouring it out and he just keeps pouring it out. And then in that process, look at this. Your tithe is a lot bigger now. Your tithe is a lot bigger. The other thing that happens is my offerings can be bigger. I purposed in my heart to have bigger offerings. I purposed in my heart. Well, what do you think this happens beyond here? You just keep adding to your monthly, and the harvest just keep getting larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. That's God's system. It works, and he will show you these things. The key is to purpose in our heart and to be diligent. To purpose in our heart and be diligent and be a good giver. God wants to multiply your finances to do every good work. Amen. Glory to God. Do you receive that? Can you see it? Can you see what God is doing? Are you going to be a part of it? You can start the great equalizer. You can start with this. You can start, put it back on. You can start with this and end up with that or more. You can start. That's what the boy did. The boy's multiplication was like this. He gave the loaves and fishes. This is what he took home in one day. In one day, go to Matthew uh, chapter 5, I believe it is. Matt, is it Matthew 5? Or no, 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 no. It's Luke 5, I believe it is. Luke 5. And it shows where he calls his disciples. He says, look, I need a boat to preach from. They gave their boat to preach from. And then he says, let your boat out for a catch. He said, we, we've been fishing all night. We're professional fishermen. We didn't catch anything. But I'll do it at your word. See, God will give you vision. He'll give you a word. He'll show you where to plant some seed. He, he showed them, hey, let's sow your boat to this preacher so he can preach the gospel to people. Hey, all of a sudden he says, now that you've sown your boat into this, I'm going to show you what to do. He showed them what to do. I'm going to show you the company to start. I'm going to show you the book to write. I'm going to show you where to invest your money. I'm going to show you the crypto. I'm going to show you the stock. I'm going to show you who to partner with. I'm going to sit you down on an airplane next to a billionaire and you won't even know it. I'm going to, I'm going to upgrade that ticket so you'll have a seat by it. See, when we sow into God, all of a sudden, God will give us vision, and he'll show us. He'll give us favor and grace. He'll put us in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. And people say, how do you do that? You're just blessed. No, I'm just following God's system. I'm taking, I went to Jesus. I saw how he did things, and I decided I would take his yoke upon me. And all of a sudden, life got easy and light. That's the way that it works. And so all of a sudden, he'll say, look, I want you to invest over here. I want you to do this. That's what he did in Luke chapter 5. He said, put your boats out. They knew no fish were biting. No fish were hitting the nets, Jesus. But they said, watch this, even though their logic said no, they said, Jesus, at your word. See, make, now make sure you've, you're hearing from God. Get confirmation. But then, at his word. They let down their nets. They took in such a harvest, their nets began to break. They took in such a harvest, their ship began to sink. They took in such a harvest that they called the other ships and the other partners. Uh, the other partners, the partners, they, they, part, they became partners with the grace of the obedience of Peter. Wow, that sounds familiar. 
They became became partners of the grace that was on Peter's life because he sowed an offering. Because he sowed. See, the covenant partnerships are part of God's design. And so all of a sudden, the partners took in so many fish, such a catch, such a harvest, that their boats began to sink. God gave them abundance to completely launch their ministry with Jesus and go and be the men of God that God had called them to be. This is God's way, and he wants to do it for you. Do I have any people, do I have any people that want to walk with God, that want to walk with God and see the multiplication? Watch this. This works with his grace, with his anointing, with healing, with protection. That system works with all of the promises of God. Lord, I purpose in my heart to give myself and my hands to heal people. If you give yourself and you purpose in your heart to do that, God will start to move in your life. He says, covet the best gifts. See, if you purpose in your heart to fast, God will give you the supernatural grace to fast better and longer than other people fast. See, they'll, you'll have a different harvest because even though you all have righteousness, you'll have a different harvest. And when you fast like that, empowered by God, you break more yokes off of your life. There's things that happen when you partner with God's grace and you do it by having covenant partnerships with men and women of God and ministries that have grace on them and you do it by purposing in your heart to be a giver of the things that you have. Money, time, fasting, food, right? You, you give that. You say, Lord, I'm giving it to you, and I'm giving it for a good word. I'm giving it in abundance. In other words, I'm not giving it sparingly, and I'm giving it cheerfully. If I will get those markers on my sowing and purpose that in my heart, God says, I'll give you the seed to make it happen, and I'll explode and abound grace in your life. Here it comes. Get ready for it. You just purpose it in your heart, and you make sure you're partnered with people that you need to. Can you see this in the Word? And you see, I'm not just making this up. This is in the Word, and it's for you today. And I want you to be abundantly blessed. And so, Father, we just thank you right now. Lord, open up our eyes to see. Open up our eyes to see the abundance. Lord, right now, just as this, I've got these seeds in front of me. Lord, I see it as a heavenly harvest in the lives of people. Lord, let their harvest, if this represented them and their harvest, let it overflow. Let it multiply in Jesus' name. Just like the loaves and fishes, just like the loaves and fishes out in the wilderness. Father, let their seed multiply into a harvest that is many, many, many times multiplied over. Let it be supernaturally exponential and let it be supernaturally quick. And Father, let us get very good in what you call a little thing so that we can move into the true riches of the kingdom. Let us not be held back. Father, we thank you for it. We praise you. We worship you. We give you all of the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. And Lord, when we receive that abundance, we won't take that abundance and eat it ourselves. We won't take that and eat it ourselves. No, we'll sow it into you, and we thank you. One last thing that I'll remind you of. Finances and faith is a great equalizer. One thing I'll remind you of, when you start out, bring that camera back here. Forget about this back here. When you start out and all you have is this, if all you do, if you don't tithe, then you don't sow off of it, and all you do is you just eat your harvest, you're not going to have anything left to eat on in the future. You don't want to eat your harvest. You don't want to eat your harvest. You want to make sure that you are investing it in the kingdom of God. Okay, thank you, Father, for your goodness and your wisdom, and we just praise you. I just pray your blessings on everybody that's watching. Thank you for this. If you have questions, I'll say this one more time, if you're watching live uh, today, if you're watching live today, you're here when we started. You're here at the beginning, and there's a lot of people that have been so diligent to be here. If you're here at the beginning and you're watching live today when we're filming this, I'm going to give you, the Lord just told me on this broadcast to write a book about this. And so when he tells me the time to do it, that could be five years from now, I don't know. When he tells me, if you're here on the broadcast live today, I want to give you a copy, a hard copy of that book, a physical copy of that book. 
And, uh, and all you have to do is go to whatsright.com, send us a message, say, I want, the, I want the copy of the finance book. I was live today. It's got to get in by midnight tonight, so that keeps it where it was live. Anything after midnight, we will give you a copy. Anybody who's watching this that wasn't live, we'll make sure that at the very least we get you a PDF copy of it, a digital copy of it. Uh, when it does come out, just go to the website and request it, and we'll get that to you. All right, so now one of the things that we want to do is if you would like to sow today, you're welcome to. You don't have to. We sow this into you. We want you blessed. Whether you ever sow or partner or anything, we are glad to serve you. You do not have to sow. If you would like to, you can. You can go to giveww.org. You can go uh, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Text to Give. There's a cryptocurrency thing on there if you want to give that way. And if you go to giveww.org, you can give one time or you can give on a regular basis and become a covenant partner with us. If you'd like to do it, you can. You don't have to. Make sure that anytime you're giving, you purposed in your heart and you are cheerful and in love about it. And if you're not, don't give. That's the thing. What we are doing is we are bringing this gospel around the world, around the world. Next week, I'll be in Florida, and we'll be broadcasting all over Africa and Europe just next week. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be broadcasting with a church in Indiana. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'll be broadcasting uh, with, a, uh, with a network in Honduras all over uh, Central and South America. Uh, it's coming up soon again. We'll be in another network all over Africa. It's, these things are happening all the time all around the world, and I'm traveling. I'm just talking on the phone with somebody uh, this week. If you would like to sow into it, you're welcome. Coming up next year, we're looking at going back to the Philippines, and uh, we're going to do a major crusade over there, looking at somewhere between uh, ten and 20,000 people. People will be born again, they'll be healed, they'll be delivered. If you would like to be a part of that, it takes money to put that stuff on, but we're going to go over there and it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to getting back in the Philippines. I go to Africa, we go to Mexico, we go all over the world teaching people about the things of God, teaching them leadership, doing those things. That's what God is doing through what's right. And if you hadn't noticed, we have a daily broadcast every day to bring you some fun some God-filled fun, and the Word of God every day. And uh, we want you to partner with us, especially if God is leading you along that journey with us. And uh, let's, let's just have fun in the grace of God together, and then let's celebrate it in eternity. It'll be awesome. I, we just thank you for being a part of our family and being on here, and we're excited to have you. If you'd like to do that, you can do that at giveww.org. We praise God for you. I love you. Let's multiply those finances, move in abundance, and do every good work. But the bigger, the bigger issue is learn this way of God and don't just use it for finances. Use it for grace. Use it for fasting. Use it for the anointing, for healing, for deliverance, for protection. This process that God laid out works in all those areas. I've used them. They work. And uh, the Lord showed it to me. I started applying it. I was like... Man, this is so much easier. So we praise God for you. I'm excited to hear the testimonies that are coming back, and we will see you tomorrow. Listen, tomorrow, here's what we're going to do. We've been talking about finances all week. Tomorrow, we're going to have a question and answer on the simplicity of finances, the key ingredient to multiplication, and how to multiply your finances. We're going to have question and answer time. Bring your questions, anything about those finances. Bring them in. We're going to try and get those answered. And we'll see you then. Love you. Have a great day. These are awesome. I've been getting emails all through the broadcasting. I want the book. I want the book. I want the book. Great job listening and applying. And you can keep doing that until midnight tonight. If you get your request for the book in by midnight, Pastor said you're not just going to get a signed physical copy of the book, but there's going to be something extra that we send out as well. We don't know the when on it, but we will make sure that we add your name to that list as long as you send it in today before midnight. So get that done tomorrow. As Pastor said, we're going to be live again, but then we're also going to be hopping on with Pastor John Colbertson in Indiana at 1 p.m. So we're going to cut the broadcast just to little bit early, but we'll make sure that you can still get to that video 
through our What's Right Facebook page. We'll share the link out. If we have the link before, we'll put it in the comments, but make sure you watch that too. It's going to be phenomenal. So tomorrow's a big day. Make sure you get your request in for that book, and we'll see you tomorrow at 